One, two, three. Do it. Oh, Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No way. Coming on in for the first Skulgers of the season with the Vikings. It's here. It's here. I cannot wait, man. It's here. I'm your host, Ed Brown. Marco with me as always. My compatriot, Mike Anderson. How are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing well. You know, it's a holiday day. I'm watching the Twins game. Just uh, poured myself a nice Oktoberfest beer. And, you know, we got NFL football in a couple days. And then we've got... The Minnesota Vikings kicking off in less than a week. Can't believe we're already doing the preview show here. Feel like this summer went by uh, very quickly, but I am excited for this season. So, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I, I always say there is no off season, but you know, it's there's nothing like being in season football, um, getting back in the swing of this, and and you know, previewing some of these matchups. We have a very, a very healthy schedule of solid matchups and. You know what? We start off with with a big test here against the Dirty Birds. Um, so, without further ado, Mike, let's just let's jump into this. I, I'm I'm excited. Let's get going. So, <clears throat> I figured we'd go through some of the history of the matchup because um, Vikings and the Falcons have played several times. I'm sure longtime Vikings fans will, will know one of the, the major bits here. But Vikings are 19 and 11 all time against the Falcons. Um, obviously. Uh, one of the most prominent matches we've had is NFC Championship overtime loss in 98, which, by the way, if you're a Vikings fan and you haven't watched this again, I do encourage it. It's I think it's a very cathartic experience. Um, I don't know if you've personally watched the 98 championship game again, Mike. Uh, I have rewatched it, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you probably get the same sense that I do. It's it kind of just like, it replaces the memory you have in your head of all the bad things because you know the outcome. You can kind of focus on a couple different things and, and you know, just somewhat reminisce a little bit. And <clears throat> sucks we didn't make it there, but go watch that. I think you're going to see a lot more problems than just the one missed field goal in that game. A lot of opportunities we missed regardless. That's, that's a whole different podcast, Mike. We could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, but yeah, we could. Vikings versus Falcons. The last time we've met in Minnesota was playing at TCF Bank Stadium. We're still in a bank stadium, but this time it's U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, historic U.S. Bank Stadium. And the Vikings versus the Falcons, the Vikings are undefeated in the Zimmer era. The last two meetings the Vikings have held um, Atlanta to more, no more than 10 points. So uh, pretty good history here. Um, I think history's on the side of the Vikings. It seems like Zimmer's always got a good plan for these guys. So, uh, I guess, kind of, what are your thoughts just on the history of the matchup? How much does that factor in with with these teams meeting? You know, seem seemingly every other year here. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Zim's done a good job. I think uh, Xavier Rhodes has been a key component of that. I believe he's done uh, a damn good job against uh, Julio Jones, who you know obviously is one of the most talented receivers in the NFL. I, I know there's people out there that probably say he's the most talented receiver in the NFL. So um, I think that's been a key component. 
especially going back where he was, you know, him and Matt Ryan are kind of the, the only uh, really components of that offense. I guess they probably still had uh, maybe Tony Gonzalez and a little bit of a different look. But um, for me, you know, the history is nice. It's good that we've won three in a row. They might look back a, a little bit on some of that stuff, but obviously it's a new team, right? And especially Atlanta's got a lot of new pieces. Um, some of it just being healthy uh, from last year, a year where they were really decimated by injuries, couple rookies stepping in, a couple new coaches. Um, so I think, you know, while it's great to reflect on, on recent history and Zim and, and scheming against, you know, the big players on this team, um, ultimately this is a, a new team to scheme against. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't take too much uh, from the history. And, you know, we got to look at the team as it sits today. And also it's, it's worth noting that the Vikings offense is completely different from the last time we played them. The last time we played them, we had, you know, Case Keenum. We had almost a completely different set of offensive linemen at that point. Um, we were dealing with different running backs. Um, I think last time we played them, Dalvin was out for the season because it was 2017. Um, defenses remained largely in place from the last two times we played them, but this offense from the Vikings side of, of things is going to be drastically different than the Falcons have, have been used to seeing. So I, I think this matchup is going to be a very interesting one. Um, to see kind of how all those new pieces on, on both sides of the football end up affecting this matchup going forward. And I, I don't think I'm going to be expecting a, a holding them to 10 points because it just seems a little bit crazy to do that three times in a row against this team, especially this early in the season. So, um, But it, it should be a fun little matchup. So I guess you just want to get down and, and break down some, some of the, the dirty birds here and see kind of what uh, what we should be looking out for on their side. Yeah, um, I, you know, if you've listened to us here last couple shows, you know that I think we're both relatively high in Atlanta. Um, I might be a little bit more so than you, but I think this is a very good football team. Um, they actually remind me in, in some aspects of the Vikings, right? Uh, a lot of success a couple years ago, um, you know, looking back to coming off what ultimately they should have won a Super Bowl and just having some success. And then last year, uh, really getting hurt and having kind of a down year and off year, uh, but now returning, you know, some of those core players from injury, you still have got a lot of your, your key veterans on the team, and then an influx of some rookie talent on the offensive line, um, and when you put that all together, you know, I, I think Atlanta is going into this viewing themselves as uh, a contender for the Super Bowl, and I, I, I messaged you beforehand, um, you know, SB Nation's Felcoholic, uh, the local coverage down there, they did kind of a round table uh, like we did uh, with seven guys and had them kind of project out the schedule. And one of them had them at nine and seven, three of them had them at 10 and six, and three of them had them at 11 and five. So, um, you know, there there's a lot of optimism, I think, on that side of things. And I think there's a lot of optimism on the Minnesota Vikings side of things, but um, I know we'll break it down here a little bit more in detail, but I mean, overall, this is a really solid team that's returning a healthy defense. It, it has what they think an improved offensive line, um, a healthy running back, um, a little bit of a different scheme. I think they're going to try to run a little bit more effectively. And then overall, you still have all that, um, you know, offensive veteran presence and Ryan and um, you know, Julio and just a lot of weapons there for him to throw the ball to. So, uh, I think this is going to be a tough game and, you know, this, whoever walks away at the W here is, is going to be well on their way to a strong season. I, I think you definitely agree with uh, all the points there. And I think if you did the similar breakdown, seven, uh, different 
people trying to judge the Viking season, I think you'd probably end up with the same breakdown. Almost exactly the same breakdown, yeah. I, I look at this as two teams that, that are very similar, similarly built. They have a quarterback that can put up stats. They have a couple wide receiving weapons. Uh, they have a very solid defense. So when you have two teams that are built very similarly, it, it's not necessarily what that team does. It's what mistakes the other team does. Um, that, that ends up defining that game. And clearly, in the last couple of meetings, we've been a lot less mistake-prone than the Falcons have. But this early in the season, anything can happen. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, like I said, it, it, it's going to be a very good matchup. These are two teams that I expect to be in the playoff hunt towards the end of the season. Um, and I think if, if you're not on the train for either one of these teams, you better get aboard because it's leaving the station quick. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, overall looking at Atlanta um, kind of from afar is they get back uh, two safeties in Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen. Um, you know, Neal went down maker. early last year, correct? I think it was week one. Um, they, had a, they had a lot of players that went down, honestly, the first couple weeks uh, and really derailed that season. So um, I believe he went down week one, I think, uh, Devonta Freeman went down week one and didn't play. He played one other game later in the year. Um, you know, I'm not sure when Allen went down. They had a couple other guys. Uh, you know, it, it just it really just killed the season. And, and we've seen that happen over the course of different years. I mean, you look at what was the 2016 Vikings uh, that we started, like 14, 15, 16 offensive linemen that year. Um, yeah, know, I think it was like, yeah, like different combinations was like 14 or 15. It was up there. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, basically, I think the health is key, right? They're returning. Um, I really like their their secondary for the most part. Um, they've got some playmakers. Uh, if we stay on that defensive side of the ball, they've got Grady Jarrett, Vic Beasley, uh, Tack McKinley, where they're going to be looking to generate some pressure. Um, which obviously, if they can do that, we know uh, we know how we're worried about that offensive line um, and potentially, you know, Cousins getting hit a lot. So I think that's going to be a really key matchup for me to watch. Is um, how does our newer uh, offensive line uh, combat the the pressure they're going to try to generate? And right. then obviously on the flip side of the coin, you know how are they going to handle their new offensive line going to handle the pressure we're going to try to generate? Yeah, I mean you look at like you said, Grady Jarrett, Vic Beasley, Tack McKinley, um, and they're going to be going up against a completely rebuilt Minnesota Vikings offensive line. So um, pretty significant first game test for this group, and um, a lot of times when you bring in when you bring in your rookie, you bring in a new free agent, you bring in or you shift a guy to a different position on the line, and not to mention Brian O'Neill, who hasn't played a game in the preseason, you're looking at a starting five that haven't played together at all yet. Um, now, historically, it hasn't always been a great indicator of how they're going to perform, but there is um, some caution you need to take with that because this group hasn't played together, right? It's... It's going to be tough for them, I think, to get in a, a groove, especially if you have some talented pass rushers coming at them. Um, and like you said, similarly with uh, the Falcons' old line, looks like they, they have two rookies, they have two new starters, um, and we have a pretty talented D-line. So can our D-line get after Matt Ryan um, with similar effectiveness or more so than we're giving up to Cousins? I think that's going to be a major key in this game is in those trenches. Um, who can get at the quarterback more? Yeah, I agree, and I know you've always said uh, a lot of times games are won and lost in the trenches, and I think with this being week one and with 
Atlanta's line having you know a couple of rookies and, and some new pieces, and then also uh, a lot of new things going on with Minnesota's offensive line. Um, I think you nailed it. This this is going to be a trench war, and whoever can you know kind of come out on the right side of that, uh, I think is really going to have the ability to put them te- their team in a place to win the game um, because. If all of a sudden you can, you know, if if Everson and, and Daniil can can get by and maybe get to Matt Ryan, a quarterback that you know probably isn't as mobile as, um, you know, I don't ever remember him as, as super mobile, regardless, but um, definitely, and I think Ryan's up to maybe thirty four ish, thirty five here, um, you know, kind of starting to slow down, focus on passing, focus on finding Julio. So if we can get back there and disrupt him, maybe get him to make mistakes. Uh, make some mistakes and, and let some of these talented young DBs on our team uh, maybe make a play on a ball, you know, and, and I think if we can get a couple turnovers, get that get that crowd going behind there, I know you're going to be there, get you going, um, you know, that's really an opportunity where the game could get out of hand. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, one of my biggest things, one of my biggest keys to the game here, if you will, is which trench is going to win um, on both sides of the ball. So, Absolutely, it's a it's it's a big deal, especially for the running game. You look at here, the Vikings. I think were thirty second in running last year. Um, looks like the Falcons were twenty seventh. So I, I got to imagine both of these teams are looking to very significantly improve that. Um, so, it, along with the offensive line in pass protection, you're going to look for those offensive lines trying to get after it in in run blocking and run efficiency. So, I think whichever team is able to establish that better and get their own tempo going is going to have a, a much better chance at, at winning this game. And you hope with the Vikings crowd on their side, we're going to make it a hellscape for them to communicate an offense, and that's got to be a big advantage on our side. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Atlanta's made it no secret that they want to run the ball more effectively, and, and they lose Tevin Coleman uh, last year who, you know, was one of their primary backs just with Freeman missing a lot of time. Uh, but now you've got a healthy Freeman, and you know there's going to be a focus on the Calvin Ridley, the Austin Hooper, the Julio Jones, and the passing game. So um, I think he's a, excited and probably looking to have a big season. Um, and then same thing on our side. We've already seen Dalvin in limited role in the preseason. Uh, I think generate a lot of excitement for Vikings fan with an 85-yard touchdown run. Uh, you know we haven't seen that since Adrian Peterson. Um, so I, I think you nailed it. Both teams are going to try to run the ball a little bit more effectively, open up um, the passing game, which both passing games are, are very strong. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fantasy players that'll be playing in this game. Um, oh yeah, I think, definitely. Uh, yeah, this is one of those ones where uh, you're starting everyone, and you know it'll be exciting. I I don't know that I want it to be a shootout, um, but I certainly could see, with, especially with week one, how it could trend. Uh, a little bit more towards you know the over on the point total for for the game. Yeah, that's one thing that that I always I, I'm looking at and I'm cognizant of is the last two times we've held these guys to, to ten points, it's been in late November, early December. So you look at that 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 defense is already gelled, it's already in their past their midseason form. They're, they're they're really dialed in and they're really in tune with what every other player is doing on that field. Um, and I just don't necessarily think you're going to get that on either side of the ball week one. I mean, you look at a lot of week ones that just everything just blows up point-wise. You don't really see many games that, that go to, to single digits or, or even low double digits. It always seems like offenses have a feast. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I don't think I'm, I'm hoping for a shootout, but you want to know what? 
based on week two last year with Kirk Cousins, I don't think we'd be in a horrible situation if we were in a shootout. I think we could manage that. We could handle that that type of game, and I think we could win that type of game. Yeah, I think for me, uh, you look at, right, this is where the defense that is the core of this defense has been around together for, uh, you know, multiple years now they've played together. Um, so that's where I, I hope that they can come in and just use that experience to really, um, you know, elevate themselves, you know, higher than Atlanta's defense and kind of step up and, and make some of those plays. Um, I think I agree with what you're saying when, you know, a lot of times there's just new pieces, there's new schemes and week one is always, uh, a little bit of a learning curve, a little bit of a feeling out session. But, I mean, there's really no reason in my mind that this Vikings defense can't come out and be a really stout unit right from the get-go. Uh, I, I agree it's going to be a good test, but there's not a hell of a lot that's new going on on, on the defensive side of the ball, right? Um, you even look at uh, Shamar Stefan, a guy that's been here before. Um, for the most part, this is really we're, we're returning pretty much everyone on the defensive side of the ball. And I, I think that's another area where, uh, like I said, the defense might have the ability to go get this game and earn the W for us, uh, you know, basically single-handedly. All right, so, so you have a little bit different view than I do, which, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's always good. Um, and I hope you're, hope you're 100% right on that. I hope we, we go out there, we shut them down. I, I feel like it's not going to be to the 10-point level, but, you know, if the offense puts up what it should, I think it should be a healthy margin of victory, I think. Okay. Um, I mean, what what do you got for, I mean, before we get into the predictions here, what are you thinking are the major keys for you? I know we've kind of touched on a couple here, but, I mean, just to uh, maybe explicitly state them, you know, what are one or two or three keys that you've got for this game? Um. I'm looking for the running game to get going. I mean, for the first time, I think, in his career, you have a fully healthy Dalvin Cook running into the season. You know, coming in last year, it seemed like they were either holding him back or he was kind of had some lagging, kind of hamstring injuries going on. So you never really saw, I don't think you really saw a true healthy Dalvin, but is that a full off season? Um, so I'm looking to establish that run and, and set the tempo on offense because the more you can do that, the more you can get Kirk comfortable. I think the better this offense is going to function. So I want to see that, that run game going well and see Delvin break a couple nice nice medium to long uh, runs, set the tempo, set the speed of the game, keep the defense on the sidelines um, as much as possible. I also want to see us get at Matt Ryan. I want to see us force some mistakes out of him. Uh, you know, we can feast in that situation. So if we get after him with Hunter, I, I, I think if Hunter has two sacks, we win the game. So that's that's a couple things I'm looking for. Um, but do you have anything else that that you are, are looking for out of this game that we haven't stated yet? No, I think the keys to me, right, is going to be the offensive line play for both teams. Um, I think that's first and foremost for me uh, because that's really going to drive how the offense is able to uh, move and, and do things downfield. Um, I do think the Minnesota Vikings defense has a chance to really shine week one and, and kind of set the bar, if you will, for the rest of the season. I know, uh, I, I think most Vikings fans have had some question marks. They've had up and downs, myself included. I want to see the guys like Xavier Rhodes come out and, and have a great game against the Julio Jones. I want to see Anthony Barr be used in a couple of unique ways. I want to see him get some pressure. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping that this is a great game for the defense. I'll be looking for that. 
Um, and then, you know, I guess those are more keys. I think the things I'm looking for and excited for, um, you know, maybe some two tight end sets and, and seeing some of the ways we can maybe get Cousins out of the pocket and get a little creative. Um, obviously, I'm thrilled to have Delvin uh, back and healthy. I think, um, you know, they'll probably try to unleash him right from the get-go. But for me, uh, just really excited to hopefully keep Cousins clean for the most part. I actually think Adam Thielen might have a monster game. Uh on Sunday, so he's my, um, I would say, number one stardom for, for this game, and I don't know, I'm just excited, I'm planning out the menu, you know, I got the smoker going, I got the grill going, I'm getting the dips going, you name it, uh, I'm ready to go, it can't get here soon enough, this work week's going to take forever, even though it's a short week, Right. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to rock. You know, if I wasn't going to the game, I'd be I'd be at your place, partaking in those dips and the, the, the smoked meats and all the goodness. But uh, you know what? I'm gonna be at the game with with me mom's. It's gonna be a great time. Um, I I can't wait. First first game of the season. I don't think, I don't think I've actually been to a season opener yet um, for the Vikings. Okay. So um, super excited. Like I said, I I think this matchup has got a lot to be excited about. Um, first game of the year, though, man. There's there's a, a thousand different ways this game can go. Um, yeah. But uh, we're going to predict at least one of them here, Mike. Um, so predictions, Mike, what do you think? Score predictions, major things that are going to happen, predicting, what do you got? Well, I, I think overall if, you know, I'm a believer in this team, uh, at the end of the day, I, I need to – they need to win this football game. And – you look at Green Bay the following week, then what we, Oakland, Chicago, uh, we talked about how difficult the first four are. And I think this is a game you need to get at home. You need to get a little bit of confidence on both sides of the ball. Um, and so, you know, week one going in, I'm going to I'm gonna be optimistic. Uh, I think that the defense will come to play a little bit. I think that we're actually going to um, really create some issues for that new offensive line uh for Atlanta, they're a little bit undersized with a couple of rookies in there, and I think it just it might be a little bit overwhelming for them uh, at times. So I, I look to generate a couple turnovers, um, and I'm actually going to say Vikings win 27-17. Uh, I think that this one is you know close enough for most of it, but um, you know maybe late third, early fourth, we kind of turn it into double digit. Defense is able to make a nice stand, and, and we kind of comfortably coast to one and zero. Uh, ultimately to set up a huge, huge matchup uh, with the Green Bay Packers the following week. All right, I think I tend to agree with you. Uh, maybe not necessarily in your score prediction. What did you have? You had uh, 28? 27, 27, 17. 17. Um, yep. I do believe we're Dan Bailey, get... perfect. Dan Bailey, perfect. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll touch on that in a second. But, um <laughs> Uh, I do expect the Vikings to get a couple turnovers, like you said there. I, I think they're going to feast on, on that O-line. Um, and you want to know what? I also think that the Vikings are going to give up a couple turnovers as well because for the same reason, that they're going to feast a little bit on our inexperienced O-line and that, that grouping. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the defense is going to stiffen up where it needs to. And this game is going to end up being 24-17 to 17 Vikings, which seems like it might be a close game, but that – extra touchdown that they're going to get is going to be late. So it's uh, it's really going to be in hand the entire time. Um, it's going to be like a late fourth quarter extra touchdown. So it's going to be 24 to 10, the, the majority of the third and fourth quarter. So that's kind of where I see this going. Um, anything else, Mike, 
for this matchup. And I know it's it's incredibly difficult to kind of preview teams when we haven't seen anything from them yet this year. But anything else we're excited about? Anything else we want to look forward to, look out for during this game? No, I, th- I think it's a it's a great matchup again. Um, you know, assuming that both teams bring it, I don't think you need to be in panic mode if they lose uh, game one. You know, it, it again it is tough schedule uh, throughout, but um, let's just hope they come out and play a complete game. And keep in mind, this is a very good Atlanta team, uh, a team that a bunch of you know experts are predicting for double digit wins. So. Um, you know, this isn't necessarily a walk in the park. It's a good football team. So uh, just keep that in mind. Obviously, I think we're hoping that the Vikings come out on top. And, and then, yeah, you can get excited about it. But um, just just keep in mind, it's still week one. Uh, one thing I'd like to throw out at you is prediction for the first Vikings touchdown of the year. Who do you got? Ooh, first Vikings touchdown. Oh... I think I think it's going to be Diggs on a long pass. Okay. Like thirty plus yard bomb to Diggs. I, I think okay. they're going to take a chance early in in the the first quarter, and it's it's going to pay off. Okay. Uh, I myself am going with uh, Kyle Rudolph. So. Kyle Rudolph. So my guess is we're getting in the red zone, and and he's going to push in for that. Yep, I think we get inside the red zone. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be from like the 15 yard line. Or if it's going to be one of those things where Diggs gets a long wall, you know, and falls out at the two or three, and we just run that beautiful play, uh, and Rudolph standing by himself. But I'm going Kyle Rudolph with the first Vikings touchdown of the 2019 season. So in the comments, in the replies, in the Twitter replies, whatever, put put your thoughts for who's going to get the first touchdown uh, for the Vikings this season. Um, you know, maybe it's going to be rookie Irv Smith. Maybe it's going to be Delvin Cook on, on a, a short little punch in run. I don't know. Who do you think? Who, who do you got? Flip side of the ball, first interception. First interception for the Vikings. Oh god, that's a tough one. Um, you wonder what Mac Alexander. Oh, I knew you were gonna go there. He's, he's he's playing with swagger, man. I think he's just he's gonna jump ball and it's gonna be a nice little nice little pick. How about you? Uh, uh, I gotta go with my guy. I gotta go Harry the Hitman. Harry the um, Hitman, man. I think he's consistently, you know. One of the best, if not the best, safeties in the NFL. He's always in the right spot, and um, I, I think he gets it done. I think he might get it done this week. Uh, maybe a game sealer, and yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with Harrison Smith. All right, uh, so kind of different answers on, on both sides of the coin there. So um, there's nothing else, Mike. I, I think that's gonna wrap it up for Scolders this week. Yeah, that'll wrap it up. Um, you know, look for us, interact with us during uh, the week. I know you're going to be at the game. I will be watching it. I'll probably be on Twitter, uh, live reaction to the game. Um, and then, you know, just as for you listeners, so you know kind of the setup, uh, we'll plan to drop kind of a recap show uh, next Tuesday, right? That's that's kind of the plan yep. going forward for the regular season. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll see our reactions uh, more rapid recap online right after the game and during it, but um, that's kind of the plan going forward. And definitely in the regular season, I think we'll try to get um, you know you as listeners more involved in the show. Maybe some some fun segments with uh, your questions, things along those lines. So um, cannot be more excited for this football season, and uh, we don't have to wait much longer. Nope, just a couple days. Football's back. 
Uh, like you mentioned, we're, we're part of the Climb in the Pocket Network. Um, now with uh, Daily Norseman, we're all over the place. We're iTunes, we're Stitcher, we're, we're any place you, you like podcasts. Um, and like you said, we're going to be dropping Tuesdays, but but every single day of the week there's going to be content for you to enjoy, um, from recaps to, to random reactions on different topics to, to previews of the next week to even fantasy podcasts. We got it all in one stop there at the Daily Norseman, so um, come check it out. Um, if you want to interact with me on Twitter, I'm at Namok7. I am Musky underscore Mike. And you know what? We're always happy to interact with fans. I know I got a couple, um, a couple of you interacted with me in the last episode, and you know what? Love to hear that. Love to be interacting with you. So keep doing that throughout the season. And uh, you know what, Mike? We're almost there. Skull Vikes. One, one more, one more Sunday, man. Skull. Let's go. <laughs>